Welcome to Keepers. We're a married couple who went to France for the 2019 World Cup, fell in love with women's soccer, so naturally when the pandemic hit, we started a fantasy league for the NWSL. This is our podcast. I'm Holly Wild. Follow me at Wild Woso. That's wild with an E. And I'm Jared Gilkerson. Find me at Jared underscore radio and follow us at Keepers Podcast. Not singing. Again. <laughs> I you, just hear your voice in my head now. You're expecting to hear it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it's like Pavlovian. Like I'm, I'm trained now to wait for you to sing and then just not say anything. Who is Pavlov? <sighs> he was one of those people that did experiments on animals where it was like they rang a bell and fed a dog. And then they noticed that every time the bell rang, the dog would start to salivate because it thought it was going to get fed. So they call it a Pavlovian response. When you're just trained to expect something uh. to happen. You're welcome. That yeah. was your daily don'ts of like, <laughs> ask Mr. No Science. No response to that. There was a lot of jokes, but I just didn't go there. There's a lot of stuff. All right. Keepers podcast week 17 of the fantasy NWSL season. Hope That's your team right. uh, did better than ours. <laughs> yes. Of course, I've been trailing Holly in second place for a few weeks now. And um, we have to hang our head in shame. We both lost. Week. Yes. Which is, it's unusual. I don't know if that's actually, I actually don't know if that's happened throughout well, the season. I don't feel too bad because I got Let's rolled look. by Jeannie, who had a phenomenal week and scored 104 points. But you lost to Jason, who didn't have a goalie or a midfielder. So. You know what? Uh, thanks for that. And I looked <laughs> it up. You're welcome. First time that you and I have lost in the same week. True. Took 16 weeks to get there. Yeah, 104 to 80, Genie with the big win. And 65 to 57 for Jason, squeaking it out. So our league is uh, Holly's 12 and 4, Jared 9 and 7, Genie 7 and 9, and Jason 4 and 12. So now we move on to week 17. So now it's just six games left in the season. So I think there's if there's other people over there out there playing fantasy, I don't think it's... Um, it's not insurmountable with six games left and down by uh, three, especially when you play each other. Keep the dream alive. Babe. We play each other week 17. Just keep the we dream alive. We play each other week 20, and that's it. That's too bad because we're one week off of playing three, which would be key because I could just say I beat you three times and I, I, I'm in. Now I have to count on Jeannie or Jason getting that win. So I will be mm. texting them personally. <laughs> Finally, I've laid off of that. But now it's and now it's it's for now keeps. It's on. Like All now right. I, I gave people some time, and now if I see something up with your roster, I'm I'm texting them. All right. Is that dirty? Super etiquette. Dirty. Fantasy etiquette. Like Super it, dirty. is there fantasy etiquette? No, there's no fantasy etiquette. It's a game, dude. You you play to win. As long as you're not cheating, you're fine. I think the only etiquette I think is actually being active like that is that is the key like you know really paying attention to your team getting your roster in on time picking up players and being active within the league that's your fantasy etiquette i don't think it's i think it's i think it's um <laughs> what do you what are you talking about what is this what are you laughing for is there someone this is the most midwestern way to voice one of your biggest pet peeves this year i have ever heard i don't know That's what you're awesome. talking about way to go babe that was really beautiful um, that was that was mid midwest at its finest right there thanks 
Yep. Um, I think there is. Uh, I was lost. I'm lost now. Um, yeah, I don't think there's etiquette when it, I think it's um. What do you what do you call it? gameswomanship? When you just nudge other players and say, "Hey, let's go!" Like we gotta win. She's in first. Like we need to work together. Now collusion is another thing. Now that's that's some deep stuff in there. That's happened in the fantasy world where two teams are like, "Listen, we're not very good. Let's act like we're making these trades, but we're all we're just we're just." That's like if Jeannie and I were like, "Hey, let's act like we're trading here, but let's get your team to win so we can split the winnings." Now that's that's dirty. That's that's some, unacceptable. That's dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's get newsy. Uh, how about this, uh, horrible kickoff time for the NWSL championship game? It's going to be in Portland, which is cool. Great stadium. I mean, they do yeah. have turf. There are some people complaining about that, but that, that to me is on the lower rung of the game is going to kick off at 9am mm-hmm. and it's going to be on a Sunday. And for reasons that I don't have to explain, um, yeah, C- CBS is not going to air anything in the you know afternoon. So in the fall, so that's what they chose to do is have a 9 a.m. Pacific time game. There are so many problems here. Holly, what's going? What is this? I mean, mean, do I really got to set an alarm to get up to watch this game? We have to set an alarm for lots of things (laughs) on a Saturday. I'm cool with that. But (laughs) this is a joke. You know, it's it's I mean, it's I'm I'm with the players on like our calls at 5 a.m. And this is really crappy. And it's it's. Asham you know, Harris. it's the trade-off, right? It's like you get, you know, you get primetime, you get CBS, you get, uh, you know, a network TV contract, um, and then you're on the bottom rung of the network TV contract because you're competing against college football and and the NFL. And so, you know, this is what you get, and it's just, uh, you know, a, a reminder <laughs> of where women's sports sits on the rung of uh, network executives' priority list. Ashlyn Harris, absolutely embarrassing at NWSL. Do better. Yep. Um, other players, that I know, too. like, um, you know, Krieger spoke out about it being on turf, um, which maybe is a bigger deal than a time because. But then again, the best team in the in the league plays on turf every week. Not saying turf is great, but I think the kickoff time is a joke. It's if you need to have it early, then just have it on. I don't understand. Just have it on the East Coast at noon. You know, it'd still be 9 a.m. for us. But just to have the championship game in New York, I know it's the win- It's November, but it's Portland. So, like, I know you want to have it. I know you want to have it in an NWSL venue, but go to Washington. You know, go somewhere else. Hell, if you got to go somewhere in the middle, go to Chicago and have the game kick off at 11. But, yeah. like, or like Louisville just built a nice stadium. Oh, yeah. Right? East, and that's East Coast time. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I just. It's you work so hard as a player, you know, it's the, it's like, it's, it's, let's say Portland, let's say Portland's in the final. That's a, it's like, you know, okay, Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, you I know, Lindsey Horan is, is, is the leader of this team. So, hey, Lindsey, you've worked all year to win a championship. So now your, your kickoff time, your reward is a 9 a.m. kick. You're doing your pregame routine at 6 a.m. When are you waking up? Four for a 9 a.m. game? That's so stupid. Yeah. They're not going to play their best. I mean, I just think the end of uh, end of sale doesn't have its priorities clear. 
you know, are they for players? Are they for themselves? Are they for the fans? Are they for their investors? Are they for the TV executives? Who are they they really for? Because their decision-making doesn't reflect a consistent set of values. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so we've got some expansion draft news and that's a huge deal for us being um, a part of the Angel City club. What's the actual club name that we're called? Is it like just Angel City FC? I mean, is is it like a club? You know how like every team has like their supporter. Oh, group? our club. Oh, there's a couple of them. There's um, there's like the Valkyries, and there's I apologize for not knowing the That's rest one. of them. I, there's there's like three that have a decent following. I want to say. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to get into the thick of it and next year. But so there's rules with this uh, expansion draft. So the um, expansion draft is going to take place on Thursday, December sixteenth, for both LA and San Diego. So all the teams will provide a list of protected and unprotected players that will be distributed to all the clubs on Friday, December 10th. So per the agreement that was set forth, uh, when a team was established, um, Kansas City is exempt from the draft. So um, the rest of the teams are allowed to protect a total of nine players, including one U.S. Women's National Team player. All their players will be unprotected. Additionally, L.A. and San Diego may only pick one player from each team for nine total players, respectively. They also both receive $150,000 in allocation money, which is cool. Um, so what do we think of this? Like, it's interesting that I actually didn't know this. Did you know that each team actually has a limit on how many national play national team players can be on the, each team? Like, you can't have, like, something like more than five, I believe. I got to find what all that is. Or maybe it's five from one squad. Uh, but I, what do you, I like these rules. What do you think of these rules? I'm just distracted by your Jimmy legs right now. So oh, sorry, I got <laughs> Jimmy legs. <laughs> Here we go. I mean, they seem pretty in line with what was, what was done last year when, uh, you know, when we, when Louisville joined the league, I, it's reasonable. I don't like, I'm not quibbling. And of course Louisville's protected cause they made that deal with, press right so it's smart so like they're not going to get poached kansas city's not going to get poached thank god because it's just that that'd be horrible so um this is cool like you can only protect you can only protect one of your women's national team players so like for example like if acfc wants someone from portland are you telling me like they can't protect haran and dunn like one of them's gone yeah right yeah see that's where the contracts get into play like i want to know like what that means the, to these, yeah, like, how, is the team on the hook for their their contract? It's like, hey, Haran's worth 300000 I don't know if we can pay that. You know, I don't know. So, but man, that's... I, think a, they get, I mean, part of that's definitely paid by the USA soccer at that point. That's... Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they did say... I uh, did. Yeah, good point. They said... Um, oh, there's something in there about... Um, if they select an unprotected U.S. allocated player from a team... I don't know. There's some money there. I, that's terrible, Jared. All right. Yeah. But, good. Moving on. No, but I really hope I'm getting, I, <laughs> I got, just got excited. I kind of <laughs> hope I want Haran and press on the same team. That's what I want. I want Lindsay Haran to play in LA very badly. It's one yeah. of my favorite players. That would be awesome. Um, quick recap. Rebellion 99, Angel City Valkyries, Mosaic 1781, and Pandemonium are the supporter groups for the upcoming ACFC team. How do we decide? I know, right? Yeah. 
Um, so more NWSL news. So there's fans out there that have been slamming Ben Olsen, who's the new president for the Spirit. He did an interview with The Athletic. I got through like half of it. It's pretty long, but I got through the meat of it. Um, Holly, you want to take this? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to... Um Whoever put up the gif of Viola Davis's eye roll and and uh, putting her purse on and leaving the frame is is amazing. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna have anything new to add to this. I think the fans have already covered it. I mean, to just basically, you know, he's like, well, I don't have any experience being a president, and I didn't go to business school, and I don't know anything about women's soccer. Um, yeah, he really laid it that's out. That's cool, like, because you know. I'm a straight white dude who's grad school buddies with a minority owner. And so I got this job over, you know, all the other people that were qualified that, you know, and a lot of women that were qualified. Not much I can add to that. Um, I love that, that, uh, you know, someone quoted him as saying, I don't necessarily know the women's game as much as many people in the soccer world, but that's okay too, which is the mantra of every unqualified man getting a job over a qualified uh, woman. That was at underscore, uh, ale Russian underscore solid tweet there. I, I'm not going to exp- like, there's nothing I have to say to expand on that. Like that's pretty much it right there. If he could have just sat down for this interview and I mean, I guessed, I guess if one thing is good, there's like, he's being completely honest. It's like, he didn't expect to be a president of a team. He's like saying all this. No, you don't get points for that. I mean, no, like, I'm and, not, and maybe he, like, on, he even, might be like a reasonable human, but it still doesn't change the fact that like he didn't do anything to deserve this and other people work their ass off and don't get this opportunity. You, you, like it doesn't matter at that point. He's going to jump on me. Yeah. He was jumping on yep. me. Yep. Yeah. So I'm trying to what, say. He, la- he stated the obvious. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Yeah, Holly. Gold, gold star, you get blue ribbon for that. I'm not, you just, t- you just jumped down my throat and I said the one positive and then I was going to, get into all the things that like he really shouldn't I don't understand the play though because I don't understand coming out and saying I don't know anything about business I uh, don't know much about women's soccer um you know you know I'm not going to get involved in the you know I'm paraphrasing but I'm not going to get involved in the ownership disputes and all that stuff which whatever yeah you're the president you are so I don't I don't quite understand why he said all these things like Believe me, I have been underqualified for jobs before, you know, but I figure out a way to freaking do it because I'm smart and I can do it and I'll figure it out. And you and you help instill that in me. I appreciate it. But you don't lay that out. Um, but I understand why other people are angry because like now you've laid it out. So you could have hit all of that. You could have just said all the right things and people would have been like, well, I guess we got to give him a chance. But now that you laid out that you know nothing about the game, People are going to be so pissed. So now people are even angrier at the Washington Spirit. Like, how could this be anyone's favorite team right now? Sorry, all the people in the D.C. area. But, like, this looks like a joke right now. The guy's had no, very little front office experience before in in soccer in general and none in the women's game. And it's like, this just looks terrible. And the fact that they made this hire behind one of the majority owners, the co-majority owners back. This doesn't look good. This is all bad. I'm really surprised he actually sat down for this. <laughs> like, like it's like you know. Well, but that's that's a, I mean terrible. that's entitlement right there, right? I can say anything I want, and I'm still going to get this job because my buddy is an owner of the team, and I'm untouchable. It's like bad. that's what that is. It's looked bad. Let me, let me address a couple of things that you said. A, I don't understand what the positive is here because you don't get a, again, you don't get a gold ribbon for stating the obvious. 
But B, there's a difference between, you know, you're saying you've been hired for things that you weren't qualified for. And I, I know of what you're referencing. There's a difference between leveling up in your next job and feeling like you don't know everything you need to know yet, uh, you know, and, and having imposter syndrome or just being, you know, generally nervous because you're you're in a new situation where you have to learn more things. And <laughs> blithely moving into a job for which you have, you know, at a really high level, not the next level, but at a really high level for which you have zero background. Those are different things. Okay. Yeah. This is a mess though, right? Yeah. It's a hot <laughs> mess. Like I love that team too. There's so many pieces of that team I like and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. There's a lot of bad bullshit going on. Like, But uh, one person on that team will be joining Team USA this uh this September. You're right. Andy Sullivan called up for the national team. Yeah. We got Sullivan. We got Sophia Smith. We got Mallory Pugh added to the roster for the all these friendlies coming up uh, in Ohio and Minnesota. And um, I'm not going through the whole roster. You get it. Rapino's out for injury. Christian Press is taking some time off. And then who's the other one we're missing? Um, our goalie. Ah. And Julie Ertz. Yes. Ertz yeah. and Nair. Yeah. Listen, Nair. So yeah, now they're yeah, they're getting And yeah. I'm I'm really hoping that the the reason that Ashlyn Harris wasn't called up is because she has a neck injury because she should absolutely be on this team. There's as well. something going on there. I don't I don't know what it is. Yeah. You I know, feel like that's personality thing. I think but no one's saying anything. I think it's something else. I mean, we weren't gonna get into this, but I actually think it's like an I think it's an age thing. Now, I think I think coaches look at it. This is what I think. This is coach this is coach speak. Now, you look at the other goalies and they're all what? Late 20s or 30. And Ashlyn Harris is I think 35. And they look at her and they go, "Why have this goalie?" They look at it. "Why have this goalie be number 2 or number 3 and we develop her, which I think is short-sighted. Like if anything, she could just help everybody. And then right now, you're in a pinch cuz Nayer's hurt. Ashton Harris is great and she's a great team leader. And so I'm just saying coach speak. I'm saying it's rare when you see, especially in soccer, I don't think like that's like bringing up Amy Rodriguez right now, which I actually think she could hang with everybody that's in there. Just, just McDonald. But it's really rare when you find a coach that'll bring up someone who's already been out of the loop and is maybe almost done playing soccer. That's why I think she's not playing, which is I think stupid. Because hmm. she could have been, you know, huge for the Olympics, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm with you. She might be the best goalie in the world right now. But there's a lot there. I mean, geez, we're, now you got to talk Carolina. Like, there's a lot of options. Like, that's a really tough <laughs> position to crack <laughs> your top five. Um, what else we got here? We got uh, quick hits around a uh, couple other things happening in the league. Uh, Gotham FC and Washington Spirit game moves to Philly for Carly Lloyd so she can play one more game in her hometown i love that they're doing this so fun and uh um two young women made the final at the women's open it's an all teenager women's final with uh emma raducanu from brazil and leila fernandez from canada so that's gonna be fun um yeah we're gonna have to we're recording this on friday and i'm sorry i'm just looking up um oh Sorry, Dude, uh, you're killing me right now. Killing me. Sorry, Radakanu. She's uh, she's British. I said that. She's Brazil. Definitely not. 
Oh, we'll remind well, we the tape. Well, yeah, we're going to have to look at the playback. That tape is coming back. I just read a whole article about how she's the first woman from Great Britain to play in like 43 years or in a final. You know what? Egg on my face if I'm wrong. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll that, see. You know, that just reminds me of... No, I won't do it to you. All right. Let's, uh, move, let's, let's no, keep it rolling. No, but I, we're going to watch that tomorrow, Saturday. I know you're like... I'm like, it's going to be a hell of a sports day. And Holly goes, if it's a nice day out, we're going outside. I'm like, we're taking... We're watching tennis on the phone at the beach. I'm going to be napping at the beach while you watch tennis. Anymore. Why would we could watch this? Okay. Um, okay. Tennis stresses me out, man. I get way too anxious. I'll get so anxious watching them. I can't, I can't handle it. Cool. You just pointed at me like I was supposed to do something <laughs> and this, I don't know what I was supposed to what do. What about this press deal? Well, you already talked about it earlier. I know, but I'd like to talk about it a little, uh, for a minute. I know it's a quick hit, but real quickly, like, well, she's taking time off. Yay. Okay. But, this is happening more and more in sports. People speaking out like like this, so all good. You know, it's all. It's just you know. More people should act like humans and take time off to take care of their mental health and their physical health and their emotional health when they need to. This is a great trend. I'm glad that female athletes are leading the way on this discussion. Any risk? There's no risk of uh, falling behind, losing spots, tiller forwards like where she is on the pecking order right now. I don't think right. No. Because it's Paraguay and you're already losing Carly Lloyd. So, you know, what are no. we talking here? Right. Yeah. So there's no, it's just rest. Good to go. Yeah. Take your time. I know. She made a statement at the Olympics and leading up to the Olympics this year. Oh, Carly. Yeah. Um, no, Kristen. Oh. She made enough of a statement leading up to the Olympics. Oh, leading up. Sorry. I thought you said leaving the not, Olympics. Oh, okay. No. Leading up. Yeah, you're right. And everything that's happened recently with like, she's been on this killer press tour with LAFC and. Oh, so. Not LAFC, ACFC. I gotta get. I gotta. Dude, you're fired. Today. I don't even watch men's soccer, you're and fired. I say that because just. I want to say LA first every time. LA. All right. What do we got? What's on the docket today? I I don't um, care so about any of these games that happened. Before last week. we talk, so just so everyone knows, on this episode, we're gonna do a nice little round of what would you do. We're gonna take, um, real life situations from our league and have to decide what the team should do. We're also going to predict uh, who's going to be the week uh, 17 matchup high scores. So before, what's that? We, can we make a new rule that if we're going to preview the episode, that we actually preview it in the first 90 seconds as opposed to 15 you minutes? You suck. Okay, in. I'm playing this. I'm playing this because now I'm angry with you. I'm just so angry. I'm going to get a clean sheet from Bledsoe, though. That's what's happening. Yeah, I remember that one. That was good. That was oh, the good old days when ouch. you were a mediocre team. Ouch. Remember that? No, I don't. It's been so long. I, I remember that. completely. I remember when you were mediocre. You know what? Not well, a lot. You have to do. You have to hold on to the things that sustain you. So yeah, I get that. Like our producer right here, Hector. So what do you? I, there was not. You know what? There was a lot of shitty games last week. I'm just gonna say it up. To, like I see, there's a lot of zeros. Was there anything last week? Like there's only one thing I really want to talk about. Or is it? What about you? There's actually. Yeah. What do you got? You got anything? Yeah, I got nothing. I don't really care. All right. About anything that happened last week. So I'm gonna be real. North Carolina's got this goalless. This um, defense goalless streak or what, what am I trying to say? He's just Jared learn how to talk um, goals against they haven't had it. No one scored again five straight. It's insane, <laughs> but their offense. What the hell? They can't score. Now Dabini has been back struggling and you're running this weird three, four, three with a rod in the middle, which I don't, what are we doing? Like, I don't know if she's going to be pissed if she's got to run the bench, but I think that'd be like the best place. Like, you don't run a 3-4-3 three, three with her in the middle. Like, that's just so freaking dumb. Like, she's an aggressive player. You play her up top, and you, and you pardon me, and you 
you know, you bring her in the second half or something. Like, I just don't think it's working. And she's a much better player. Fantasy, she's scored one point and two points since I traded her to Jason. So, I mean, I'm not on the hook anymore, but um, I think it's dumb. I don't know what they're doing. I think they might get, I might get hammered against Portland this weekend. So we'll see. Um, and then underway right now is a week, this week's game. Houston's currently beating Chicago one to nothing. They start the second half. Woo-woo. Yeah, Rachel Daly scored. So Jared's already losing this week. Yeah, his uh, defender. Holly's already winning. Yeah, um, I don't have any. So the the biggest injury updates this week is obviously this Ashlyn Harris neck injury. It's pretty nasty last week. Um, and then of course big names Ertz and Nair are still out for Chicago with injuries. And constantly check on the uh, updates on the NWSL website here for injuries. I just went to it now. There hasn't been really anything big since this afternoon. Keep an eye on it for accurate stuff. I got nothing for signings and tradings and all that stuff. So uh, let's just get to our uh, streamers of the week. Streamers. So defensive streamers of the week. I've got, uh, always say this every week. I mean, Merritt Merit Matthias. Matthias? Matthias? Matthias. She's probably available in your fantasy league. And North Carolina hasn't been scored on in five weeks straight. So there's always that clean sheet op. Um, Clean sheet. I can't talk today. Like, I'm so done. Cool. You can always get a clean sheet. I'm going to pick up the mic Jesus. and carry you. <laughs> also, keep I your eye on your girl, Courtney Peterson, for Orlando. Uh, she's back from injury. <laughs> uh, she's super great when she plays D, but sometimes she plays midfield. So keep on keep an eye on that roster and make sure that if you're picking up her defense, she's actually going to fill that space for you. Jared, you want to give us our next uh, sound drop? Wow, now you're just calling. My sound drops I'm have been calling p- your pretty sound drops. Point, point, on point today. There it is. You love that one. Yeah, Okay. it's solid. So I've got a short-term ad in Morgan Weaver. Now, I added her today to my roster. I dropped Kristen Hamilton because she doesn't play this week. And I, was, I thought there was a chance the international players, uh, the U.S. team specifically, might be gone because of this window coming up. But it looks like they're all playing. You know, I see Pew tonight on the field and, and Mewis, so I think they're all going to be around. But I still think Morgan Weaver is a good add that you could even stash because I think these international players are going to miss some windows coming up. There's just a possibility. And she always steps up in a big way. And it could even be this weekend. She could play 45 minutes and put one in the back of the net. Um, so I like Morgan Weaver. Uh, I also like Sophie Schmidt, but I'll explain that later. All right. And also, you've got uh, Jennifer Marjan, always a solid option. She's been playing a ton of minutes for the rain and someone else that you can pick up in a pinch if you need some offense. Yeah. What, 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 would, you, what, what, what would you do? right everyone it's time for your favorite game what would you do um oh, wow i love that song did you was oh, did you watch a little what would you do on nickelodeon no no didn't happen no whoa uh-oh break it down oh that's how they end it yeah that was a good it was a good game show on uh, on nickelodeon so um uh i digress so we are going to take real life situations from our league and present them on this very show so holly you have something for me from my actual team i do okay so ashlyn harris your goalie is out with a neck injury great yep key free agent in our league is kaylin sheridan 
doesn't play this week. Mm-hmm. 80 French, who was rostered, doesn't play either. So no trade option there. Your bench is Hatch, Weaver, and Les Somers, who you might need because of injuries or you just want to stash because they're really good players. So what are you going to do for a goalie? You know, um, so I made that quick. I, I put in Sinclair, so Hatch is on my bench now. And she's and some people would see that and go, Hatch, she's like second in the league in goals. Yeah, but in fantasy, she's really up and down. So I'm putting her on the on the on the bench so far this week. But I'm I know I just said I just talked Weaver up. But because I'm in this pinch and a lot of other teams are in this pinch, I'm probably gonna have to drop Weaver once Portland releases their starting roster, unless she's in there for like Haran or Smith or, you know, something like that. I'm going to have to drop Weaver because I'm not dropping Lace O'Mare. Uh, she's just too active every week. And I'm not dropping Hatch because that's just a home run waiting to happen. Like, I can't, that's dumb. She'd get picked up by somebody. And somebody, I mean, Jeannie. She'd probably pick her up. <laughs> she um, definitely would. So I'm going to wait. I'll drop Morgan because Morgan kind of sits on our waiver wire a lot. And that's not like a hot ad. So I'll probably drop Morgan Weaver and I'll probably pick up. I'm debating Bella Bixby. She always has that threat for Portland to get that clean sheet. She's probably going to see some shots on goal from a talented North Carolina team this week. So there's lots of chances for saves. I'm debating Buhati. She plays Washington because she's going to see a lot of action, I think, with Robin and Sanchez and Hatch up front. So uh, she could get hot. And Aaron, Aaron McLeod, uh, she's backing up Ashlyn Harris. So she's stepping in against Louisville this week. Stepped in decently last week for like 25 minutes. So um, I'm debating between those three, but I'm leaning towards Bella Bixby. That's what I'm leaning towards. Uh, Holly. Yes. So Megan Klingenberg was questionable two weeks ago. uh, And she played, but only scored four points. Last week was the COVID game against Washington. So everyone missed. So let's say she's on the injury report again later today or tomorrow when they release it, and it's questionable. What's your fallback plan? I mean, last week my fallback plan was Imani Dorsey, who got me seven points with a clean sheet, but not spectacular. Gotham doesn't play this week, so I'm going to take your advice and go with uh, Merit Matias Matias on the courage. <laughs> and uh, that's my fallback, fallback plan there. Okay, so let me get this. I'm looking at your roster. Yeah. So you are starting Klingenberg now, but let's say she's questionable. So your backup plan is to have another defender on your roster. Oh, you want to say, oh, like who I'm dropping to pick her up? Yeah, like so like are you because you're saying right now you're gonna uh, yeah. in that I case do that. Oh, oh and, the, and this well, let's just run through it. Yeah. So in that case, you would you would you're not gonna drop Klingenberg. No, definitely wouldn't drop Klingenberg. So you're holding on to a defender. And my IR got, spot is taken up with Simone Charlie. Who could show up on it who again? Could show up healthy or injured it's really unclear at this point and right um, now you've got sanchez and crystal dunn and then carly lloyd taking up your bench right now i'm starting crystal dunn this week i'm starting her over sanchez so right now i have ebony salmon sanchez and lloyd on my so i would have to drop salmon to pick up a defender is that what you do yeah that's what i would do she's just underwhelming at this point she's not panning out the yeah way you're too. right salmon last few weeks you know zero two um, it's yeah. been a while. That's probably the best call there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's talented, but good call. All right. So let's say Jared <laughs> that you are Jason. Great. Yeah. And your team has a few holes in it. Just you've, a couple. You've got uh, Jess McDonald, Kaylee Watt, Rose Lavelle, Cindy LaRue, Andy Sullivan, 
Tierna David said Audrey Bloodsoe, and your bench is Shea Groom, Taylor Korniak, and A-Rod. Right? So you've got uh, players who've been struggling for a while now. A-Rod, J-Mac, Korniak started out hot and not too much anymore. Uh, Shea Groom. What are you going to do with these players? All right. This is my, uh, we were maybe going to have Jason on this show today. Uh, it fell through. Miss you, Jason. Miss you, Jace. So, listen, if I'm in this situation and I'm in last place, I'm trying to make every trade imaginable. Our trade deadline is before week 18. So, there's actually a break in NWL coming up. There's no games next week. So, you've got two weeks to think about what I'm going to do. It threw me off. Holly looked at the screen. I was like, did someone score? Who scored? Mewis. Um, but if I'm Jason, I'm in last place. I need to make a big move. And I see if anybody's interested in any of these players. But I try, I, I try to trade high. So I see if anyone's willing to swap with J-Mac straight up. Let's say with Ashley Hatch or Crystal Dunn or Midge Purse. Like, let's just see if that's out there. I'm, I'm reaching for it. If he came to me with J-Mac for Hatch, that would pique my interest. I Because being an experienced trader in this league, doing all, all one trade that happened so far, I would be like, okay, what can I get from him? And they would start the conversation. But if that doesn't work, I would drop A-Rod if she puts up another bad week, or maybe even now, because I'm seeing what they're doing with her. And it's just not worth it to hang on to someone. She's not going to get picked up right away if you drop her. She's just not. She's not producing. And uh, so that means my trade, uh, I thought I traded A-Rod at the, at the right time. I thought she was like, she peaked, she scored. I'm like, she's not going to score for a while, maybe not the rest of the season. And it worked. But there's plenty of scores out there. I say take a chance on Sophie Schmidt, Morgan Goutreau, uh, Waldmo, Kristen Hamilton. Um, another idea is you could you could trade someone who's who's been down, but maybe a steal. So like J-Mac and A-Rod are big names. So you could maybe go for Onomonu or Dabinia. But you need to do something. Like you have to do something. You're losing. You're in last. Just what's it going to hurt to be like, hey, J-Mac for Dabinia. Let's swap. Like let's see who I can get. You got to look at someone who could get hot or try to catch someone off guard. But like, you just got to just overhaul the whole roster and build it around Rose Lavelle. Cause obviously that's why I freaking <laughs> lost Jason last week. So that's what I do. All right. Uh, Holly. So um, you're four and two in your last six games uh, and still in the championship hunt. And you're seven and nine. Uh, theoretically uh, you've been scoring pretty well lately. You have a couple of players in your team who haven't been performing well or who've been hurt like Dabinia, who's averaging 5.75 points in her last four games. Uh, Ifioma Onomonu, averaging 4.5 points in the last two games. Alex Morgan hasn't played since week eight. Midge Purse hasn't played since week 11. Are you making moves aggressively before the trade deadline next week or just staying pat? Yes, I am making moves. I, I can't do anything with Midge Purse because I don't know when she's going to come off the IR and no one's going to trade for her. And I'm going to keep Morgan because when she starts playing again, I think she's going to put up big points for me. And I think that time is going to be soon. But I'm looking at Dabinia and Ify and I'm just thinking like, I don't think that they're going to necessarily produce for the rest of the year. Looking at what their team's doing, you know, the way that the offense is not clicking on the courage and the way that now that there's Carly Lloyd back, the, you know, the point spread is going to be split between Ify and Carly uh, for Gotham. So I'm going to make a big move there because what I need is like one more person on this team to score a ton of points for me. So I would try to make a trade and I would offer a two for one. Like I'm going to offer up both Dabinia and Ify and try to get like a Haran or a Sophia Smith or a Rose Lavelle. That's where I'm going with that. Do you think Jared could trade Ashley Hatch straight up for Dabinia? 
Yes. Oh, I might consider that. Jeannie, text me. Let's talk. Um, I like that. That was a fun game. All Should right. we just end it? Okay, I won't do the whole thing. So uh, we want to go through the matchups this week. We'll, we'll hit these, and we want to pick who we think the highest scores of each matchup is going to be. So I might already be wrong with this first one, but I'm going to stay pat. <laughs> so it's Houston, Chicago. I really like Sophie Schmidt. I know you've got Mewis. I know you've got Daly. I know you've got um, Prince. You got some really. Uh, you got some. Well, and then you've also got like Pew for Chicago. Yes, on the other side. I just you know me. me. That's my Chicago hate and Watt, who's who was had a good streak recently. <laughs> She did. She had a couple 20s and teens. So, uh, you know. Um, but last time these two teams played at full strength, she had 71 touches. That's a lot of touches. She had a key pass, five tackles, and assists. That's 13 points. You go, oh, 13 points, it's okay. She's heavily involved in the game, and I think she puts up a similar performance again today, um, waiting for that to happen currently right now. But... You're saying, well, Jared, you're starting Mewis on your team, and they play for the same team. Why Why are you telling us to play Sophie Schmidt? Oh, listen, this is a short game call right here. I'm not going to bench one of the best players in the game, Mewis, because it's it's all about the ceiling. And I'm just saying this for this specific matchup, I was thinking Sophie Schmidt because she was so heavily involved before. And I'm not reaching for someone who's going to score 13 points because no one's on Houston's been blowing the roof off. I can't remember the last time someone on Houston scored like they flirted with 30 points. It's just not happening right now. So I went with Sophie Schmidt. What do you think? Yeah, I went with Daly. And uh, hey, you oh. can make fun of me all you want because she already scored at the time of recording. Did you get that pick in before? Uh... I was writing this rundown as she scored. Um, but I would have said it anyway. I, I think this team is clicking again. And I just, I feel good about her putting up a bunch of points this week. Okay. Orlando and Louisville, what do you got? Uh, will you go first? Cause mine plays off. Oh, okay. Of yours. So, so thanks for giving, thanks for the throw, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw it back to you. All right. I'm going Alex Morgan. I saw her practicing with the team this week. She did an interview last week saying that her calf was feeling better. She was actually aiming for last week for the CBS game. It didn't happen. So she hasn't played in forever. Like we said. So I think she'll know how to exploit the young Louisville defense. Louisville struggles against good offenses. Just look at their schedule. I'm not going to run through it, but they just, they seem, whenever they have to play someone really talented up front, they struggle. So I think the pride rolls in this game two to nothing. All right. I am going to go with Nadia Nadim. I think that Morgan still has to go through Betos and that Nadim is not going to be afraid of Morgan and is going to put up big points for your squad, even if Louisville doesn't get it done. But they might get it done because they have no Harris this week. Could be. I always get excited when a team has to play a backup goalie. Because those goalies are so talented and no one ever sees them. And you could get the next star. I, we've seen it happen a ton this year already. Well, we saw it with Heritage. Yeah, and Bixby is now the starter for yeah. Portland. And like we, we've seen France, one of the best goalies, get traded because of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, not because she's worse, but because like, oh, well, we don't need this anymore. We mm -hmm. can go get something else. So I, I really am excited to see McLeod play. Um, okay, we've got North Carolina and Portland. Do you want to start this one off? No, but I'll start the next one off. Okay. So go for it. Okay. Uh, I think Portland's going to want some revenge. They lost two to nothing earlier this year to North Carolina. Um, obviously they're coming off that rain loss and then they had the COVID break last week. So they're just, I think they're really itching to, you know, get a win. So, um, Haran didn't play when they last played North Carolina and North Carolina was like the most stacked they've been all year. They had a full squad and it was one of the healthy games for Sam Mewis. They don't have it anymore. And I think their formation kind of sucks. So even though I picked the big five last week from North Carolina over the big five of Portland, 
Not not in this game specifically. So I think the Thorns flipped the script and in the shutout streak, beating the Courage 2-1. to one. Um, I don't think there's a better front six in the game right now. If you're looking at the front six players, it's Sinclair, it's Smith, Dunn, Haran, Salem, Rodriguez. That's really talented. And Haran leads the team um, in scoring, I think, this week. And I, she just does it all. She's involved everywhere. Haran. Lindsay Haran's my answer. All right. <laughs> Uh, I'm going Sophia Smith. I agree that the thorns. Oh, I are hope gonna, you're right. Uh, yeah, right. I hope I'm right too. <laughs> uh, I agree that the thorns are going to take it this week. But um, if we look at the matchup two weeks ago, Smith had 34 points to Haran's 20 points, and I think we're going to see that again. Oh, I would love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, what you got for Washington and OL? I got Trinity Rodman. I think OL Rain is streaky, and Washington is rested because they were off last week per COVID protocol, and I think that. Rodman Sanchez hatch front line is going to get around Buhati. I think Rodman's going to put up some points for me. Really? Yes. Rodman's kind of slowed down a little bit recently, right? Or no, am I wrong? Did she slow down a little bit? Like she was on a tear. I wanted to look at your roster. Mm, Rodman had, um, well, she sat out week 16 and then Rodman had nine week 15 and then she had 23 in week 14. So I was that one little dip with the nine and then she had three week 13. So she's, She's been Hatch-esque. Uh, maybe it's rubbing off on her there, that Washington up and down. But we'll see what, you know, we'll see what happens there. I like Rose Lavelle. She pretty much single-handedly beat me last week. Um, okay, this stat line last week. Her last game that she played, 10 shots, one shot on goal, eight tackles, three key passes, and she had a 101 touches. She was all over involved in this game. Yeah, like just, she's a monster. And she didn't put one in the back of the net. She still hasn't, I think, for the all rain, mm-hmm. her first goal. Why not do that against your old team? So I think her going against her old team in Washington, chip on her shoulder, want to put a few in the back of the net. So I got Rose Lavelle. Uh, let's get bold. Yes. Oh, see? It's addicting. It's time to get bold with predictions. Let's see if I can go. It's time for bold predictions. I tried to go like a little high there. Uh, Holly. Yes. Last week, mm. you your bold prediction was that uh, former Louisville head coach Christy Holly would be indicted for something. Uh, Fingers crossed. Not seeing any indictment news. Not so. seeing nope. any news. Nope. Not coming true for me. But Jared, your bold prediction was that Dabinia scores her first goal since July 4th. Nope. 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 No goal for Dabinia. What's going on there? Please figure it out. Uh, All right. (laughs) Okay, Holly. Yes. So let's get bold this week. Week 17 bold prediction. I, I think that uh, that Louisville's gonna gonna hold off Orlando and they're gonna tie two two. That's my bold prediction. Yeah? Yeah. What about you? So you're thinking there, if you're if I'm looking at this correctly, you're thinking two to two. So you're thinking Nadia Nadim with at least one, yeah, on the board, mm-hmm. if not two. Yep. And then for Orlando, I, I, does Morgan get on the? I think got to be Morgan. I think she yeah, does. She's getting on the board for sure. I'm going back to that Portland North Carolina game because I, I think it's the game I'm most interested in this week. Mm-hmm. Like I just those are two like stalwarts. You know, it's like that's like right Lakers Celtics. Like you just want to watch that game. <laughs> um, so. I actually, I love it. I still had question marks on our rundown. I know. You know, I'm like literally like, what's my bold prediction? That's why I was teeing you up for that. I wanted you to be like, oh, 
Um, yeah. I don't have one. No, I no, I do have one. I can't just yeah. Hey, I don't have one, so we'll see how. I, I guess I can't be wrong if I don't have one. No, I I'm going with uh, Lindsey Horan scoring in the twenties. I think that's still bold. I don't think that's how very is that bold. not bold? That's like slightly bolder than average. Listen, you're. I could go through the. I could go through the rundowns, and I, I don't call you out when your predictions aren't crazy bold. My predictions have always been crazy bold. That's nah. why you don't call me out. No, you, you know you've Come had on. you've had like you someone scores indicted? a goal this week. Like it's like those have happened. Yeah, but there's a story behind it. It's not just like oh, I think this person who scores a lot is going to score a lot. We're playing fantasy soccer here. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Lindsey Horan is going to score over 20 points. How about that? That's a little more bold. So she can't score 20. She's going to score over 20, which is a hell of a week. If you look at it, that could be a brace. You know, I'm sick of predicting goals. Like, that's all I've been doing. I've been getting wrong lately. It's like an assist and a goal. No, not happening. This is going to be in the 20s. Start. So what you're saying is that actually it's your bold predictions that are really mediocre because you're only thinking about... I'm so done. I, I, I'm so done with you. I'm keeping. I'm not letting you talk me into something else. Holly, any gripes or praises this week? Um. Oh my god. No. None. No. We've yeah. No. Them I'm, all. I don't want to complain, but I'm going to. So I, I need more transparency in rescheduling games, especially for the fantasy crowd. So Portland and Washington was canceled last week, and we went over our COVID protocol, which is if it's rescheduled by Tuesday, it still counts for the previous week. Um, hello, league. There are people who play fantasy soccer out there and fans of the teams, like, when are they gonna when are they gonna make this game up? Make it up. You know what I fear? I fear that we both lost last week because this happened and it be, they're not gonna make it up. Yeah, that's eighty percent chance of that happening. So I need more transparency with rescheduling purposes, please. You wouldn't see this, would you see this happen in other leagues? I know you're saying it's a young league. And I agree with you there. But you wouldn't see the WNBA have a game canceled and then then and then not within a week tell anyone what's going on with that. So and you definitely wouldn't see it in like the NBA or the NFL. Like, oh hey, we canceled this game. We don't know what's going on with the Steelers this week. Come on. Help us out. Also, more transparency on player contracts. I literally heard some of the best and smartest journalists for the NWSL and women's soccer in general this week talk about the Abby Dahlkemper trade or loan, but loans aren't allowed in the NWSL. And they literally said, I don't know how much it's worth. And I don't know if she's actually still getting paid by, um, you know, the WSL. And it's like, what are we doing here? You want your league to grow. So please, Release the information. I say this all the time. Player contract transparency. It helps it helps with people talking about the league. There's a, I listen to podcasts all the time, and I read tons of articles all the time about this league. I love this league, but you can only go so far when you don't know what the teams are dishing out the players. You don't know what player contracts are. You don't know what they can pay a player. You don't know why teams are re-signing players and what they released and what they received. So what are you going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? <laughs> fired up. You are fired up. I'm fired up. I got something I want to close with that oh, okay. we didn't talk about at the beginning yeah. while, we, while, we, while we play our outro. Yeah, sure. Right? Um, situation in Afghanistan. Oh, I mean, I can... Update on that. 
for from They're a soccer perspective, most of the women's national team has gotten out, as I understand it. That's fantastic. But the the girls team, uh, ages fourteen to sixteen, was just about to get out when um, when the Kabul airport was attacked and were not able to make it out. There have been five unsuccessful attempts to evacuate them and their families. Um, it's like 133 people, it's team members, it's families, it's coaches. Um, and so I believe that there is another attempt uh, underway to get them out. The best I could do was find something from three days ago. So I just, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. Let's let's get these girls out so that they can uh, be free and not die. Uh, yeah, please. Um, well said. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Well said. That's a that's a rough way to end the podcast, but I I. No. It needed to be said. Hey, we, we get real on this show. We talk about actual things are going on in the world, so that's a big effing deal. Yeah. And there's a lot of information out there, so if you haven't even read about this, like, go look it up. There's a lot of um, stories about how they're trying to get out, like, mm -hmm. and it's in the story of it. Um, not to mention Nadia Nadim, who's in the NWSL, and her experiences growing up in Afghanistan and, and knowing all about it. So educate yourself on it uh, if you would like to. Um, but good luck in fantasy this week. Not really. Holly. Back at you. Thanks. Sort of. Yeah. Um, I'm I, I'm really excited. I think there's gonna be a good bounce back week because there were way too many donuts last week. And then with the canceled game, I feel like last week was one of the just kind of eh, one of the most. Eh it was weeks. the most eh week we yeah. had for sure. And it never helps when you lose too. Like it just makes the whole week <laughs> complete know. crap. Maybe why we're not excited about it. I think it. this is a yeah, must win. To be fair. Right? Must win for me. Like if I lose this game, I'm done. I'm probably done. I don't know. Most likely done. Yeah. Oh, okay. Our producer uh, wants us to end. Yeah. So until next week, good luck to your fantasy teams. I hope you score lots of goals. Later. Later.